0: Welcome to Full Coverage, a podcast by beauty lovers for beauty lovers. Today, I am your host. It is me, the unprofessional beauty lover, Lindsay Kelk. Very happy to be here, very excited to be back in front of the mic and talking about all things. Beauty today. Uh, So, obviously, Harry isn't here today. Unfortunately, she's off being super busy again. Uh, It's literally like, please stop being so successful. No, never. I will never ask my friend to stop being so successful for my own selfish needs. Uh, So, hopefully, she'll be back with us next episode. I'm almost fairly 100% certain that she will be. And uh, because we don't have Harry this week, and because, quite frankly, I don't have that much of a voice left, I'm fine let's not start any scaremongering. I um, have really bad allergies. It's really windy in LA at the moment. And uh, all of the grass pollen is up. I as some of you know, I've talked about this a couple of times, I've been going through sort of a health MOT. So I changed my health insurance coverage in America. And um, I'm allergic to everything. It turns out one of the things my new doctor did was test me (laughs) allergies. I'm allergic to LA. I'm allergic to all the grasses. I'm allergic to all the trees. I am allergic to my own fur children. I'm allergic to Harry's fur children. I'm allergic to horses. The only animal apparently I'm not allergic to is geese. Our geese is a geese, is a goose. Um, Basically, I can get a pet goose. That's what I learned from my allergy tests. Um, Probably not getting a pet goose. So instead, uh, I'm just going to be allergic to everything and keep losing my voice. But because I'm losing my voice, what I thought we would do today for our main feature is enjoy an interview from the past Uh, so many of you will have seen this if you're in the UK but a new series of 10 years younger just started back at home and the incredible absolutely wonderful utterly 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 glorious Hannah Martin is the makeup artist on the show and a bunch of people messaged us when this was announced and Hannah talked about it on her Instagram and they said would you get Hannah on full coverage and I said we've already had Hannah on full coverage but yes please we love her very much. She's so wonderful. Uh, Because we haven't been able to organize a new interview just yet, what I've done is go back into the archives and pull the original interview that she and I did together a couple of years ago when she was still in her old job at Bobby Brown, uh, which is actually really interesting listening back to it, listening to what that job is as a a director at Bobby Brown uh, and as a makeup artist and how she got her start I mean that hasn't changed her life story hasn't altered um, all that's done now is she's left Bobby Brown and she's on uh, 10 years younger which is pretty marvelous so I thought what we would do for a main feature this week is listen to that chat with Hannah in case you missed it and if you did listen to it last time have another listen I mean it's a hard recommend I've just got to say, I know I just said it was really windy outside and I just looked out my window and there is a poor little hummingbird being blown around (laughs) all over the place. And I don't know what to do. It seems all right, right? It's a hummingbird. It lives through wind. It knows what it's doing. It's just, it's been buffeted around like crazy. There it goes. It's still moving around. It's fine. I wish I could show you. Oh dear. Living in LA is a wonderful and bizarre thing. So that's what's coming up. Uh, will be the main feature. Will be my chat with Hannah Martin, the incredible makeup artist from Ten Years Younger. Before that, I've got loads of new news to share with you, and of course, I've got the highlight of the week coming up. But let's dive into that new news. What I want to start with uh, is an event that I went to at the end of last week. So if you saw this on my Instagram or on the Full Coverage Instagram or on my Instagram at Lindsay or at Full Coverage Pod, uh, I went to a Pixie event. So Pixi um, just launched a bunch of new products, and they. Sell celebrated by having a farmer's market in LA which was really nice like we get invited to a lot of events and a lot of them are just um I mean they're always lovely and it's always wonderful to be invited But uh, this one was really nice. It was in the daytime, which is nice. You don't have to go out at night. Uh, And it was at an event space. It was at this house in Hollywood. And they took over the whole house and the garden and made a farmer's market. So each stall of the market had a different uh, strand of the Pixie Beauty um, uh, products on it. So there was one with Milky Cleansers, one with Glow Tonic, one with their makeup. Uh, And it was just really lovely and really well done and just so pleasant. And it made me think, oh, do you know what? I haven't paid a lot of attention to pixie other than caroline's double cleanse and the glow tonic what else do they have um one of the things they have right now they have tons of new stuff honestly that um is well worth a look but the big thing that uh jumped out to me was this um hydrating solid cheek tint the on the glow blush now they had multiples before they had uh, like chubby stick type things, but now they have these on the glow cheek blushes and I love them so much, there are three shades, there's sort of a very pale pretty pink, a corally colour and this sort of rosy ruby colour, I've got the rosy ruby colour, it's just called ruby, it's not rosy ruby, it's ruby, Um because it shears out really nicely and against my fair skin with my blue eyes, it made them pop really nicely, so I liked it. But yeah, I mean, I love a multi-stick, you know me, Um, but this is just really, really nice. They've also got some really nice lipsticks, they had some really nice eyeshadow palettes. So I think what we're going to do is get a bunch of it in and try and do a bit of a general pixie trial uh, and let you know how that goes because, you know, it's a really affordable brand and it's a really nice brand uh so maybe we should get a bunch of it in do you have a favorite pixie product is there anything in the pixie pixie lineup that you would like us to test in like specifically for you right now uh, let us know obviously at full coverage pod all over the social media or the full coverage um beauty lovers group on facebook you can find us there please let us know we would love to uh know how you feel about pixie but yeah a bunch of new stuff really excited about on the Glow blush i think that is really really nice um, also up, in brand that you know we know and love, and had a bunch of new launches lately is Elemis. So Elemis, uh, as you know, like you saw, all be all about the Pro Collagen Marine Cream. Now they have a bunch of different strands. We've got the um, I don't know if it's easy to uh, group them by c- packaging color which I know is kinda of what they want but also not really um, or by their brand so there's the superfood range which is the very green uh, packaging um, which is supposed to be sort of their millennial aimed at younger skins very uh, focused on foodie type ingredients and antioxidants and things like that so the superfood range has two new um, products we've got the Seeker Calm hydration juice and the Seeker Calm cleansing foam now Jeff, not a millennial, uh loves the superfood range. So I gave him the Seeker Carb Hydration Juice Gel Moisturizer to try when it came in, and he really loved it. Now he doesn't need a ton of hydration in his skin. He isn't someone that has dry skin. Um, and he really, really liked it. I liked it, but I felt like I wanted to put a moisturizer over the top of it, but then I'm very um, dehydrated. So it, I loved it as a burst of hydration, but I wanted something over the top of it for sure. The Seeker um, Calm Cleansing Foam, I really like. I really, really, really like this as a morning cleanse. It just feels like it just gets all that morning dirt or whatever's been left off your face overnight for your product. Takes it away, cleanses it without drying. Big fan of that. The two products that I am most excited about for sure are are from the Elemis Peptide Four range. Now, massive fan of this. Really, really like the cream to oil serum that they have in this range. I really like the Peptide Overnight, uh, the Peptide Four range. Sorry, in general, it's that really pretty purple that fades down into white packaging. It's very sophisticated. It's very much aimed at you, you, your man here, uh, your 39-year-old lady friend, Lindsey. Um, so I feel like they've done a good job with this. The thing that I'm really, really, really excited about that they've launched in this range is a Peptide Four. Overnight radiance peel. Now, a big um, criticism that's leveled at LMS quite a lot of the time from some of the skincare peeps is that it doesn't do a lot with actives. It has a lot of really nice serums, it has a lot of really nice moisturizers, it has its gorgeous cleansing balm, but it doesn't really do much in the way of acids or actives, things like that. Loads and loads of brilliant serums, yes. Loads and loads of great oils, yes. Uh, Do they have a lot of acids or exfoliating treatments apart from the papaya enzyme mask, which I love? No. But do they have this now? Yes. So this is really exciting because it is a lactic acid overnight serum. So we're thinking good genes. We're thinking the new uh, Biosense Squalane uh, Lactic Overnight Serum yay this is what we wanted i am really excited about this because it is uh, part of the peptide four range it's also really gentle really mild uh, it's got a um, a milky texture to it it's really really lovely so even though it's overnight peeling with i say peeling sorry it's not a peel it is it's called a peel. It doesn't peel away your skin. It's an exfoliating treatment. So it's lactic acid, which is AHA. It's overnight. Um, the AHAs and the lactic acid are derived from hibiscus flowers, which is nice. Uh, and yeah, so the idea is that you wake up with a more even and radiant uh, complexion. It says you can use it daily. I haven't used it daily because my skin's been quite reactive lately. But I've used it every couple of nights. And it's just really really nice so this first followed by a night cream everyone's a winner you don't have to rinse it off you don't drop it off it's just a serum that you leave on much like good jeans. it's really 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 lovely uh and then the other peptide 4 product that has launched again like i'm a fan of it i just am more of a fan of the peel because i just think that was missing from elemis's range and it's something that i love in my skincare routine is the peptide 4 antioxidant hydra serum so this um is obviously going to be more of a moisturizing, uh, hydrating serum than the lactic option, which is an exfoliating serum. But huge, huge fan of this as well. So on the nights that I haven't been using the exfoliating lactic serum, lactic, <laughs> I keep making up words. It's not lactate, that's the milk I drink. Uh, the nights that I'm not using the lactic acid serum, I'm using this antioxidant hydro serum under my moisturizer, and my skin is. Is very very pleased with me. Massive massive props to both of those products for me, Elemis, and I guess Jeff wants you to know he likes the Seeker Calm. Uh, so thanks very much. Something you have no doubt seen all over social media this week is a new eye product from Glossier, and it is the Sky I've been watching. James Bond films is anyone watching all the James Bond films in preparation for the new one because we just watched Skyfall and when Skywash came out I just really wanted to sing Skywash to the tune of Skyfall but I won't because I'm losing my voice Skywash, it's here it is with us it wasn't even teased it was just like it's out now guys uh it is a, a cream a liquid cream eyeshadow from Glossier which is described as a sheer matte lid tint so the thing here is when they uh dropped lid stars on us a couple of years ago which I absolutely adored uh, they are not matte they're kind of sparkly they're kind of pretty we like them so much this is a sheer matte tint so um matte I live eye lid product matte eye lovers this is for you and i know there's a lot of you out there it's a liquid to powder eyeshadow uh, gives a diffused soft effect uh there are some really interesting colors here there is a baby blue like Pool, I think it's called Pool, is a cornflower blue. There's also Pebble in a neutral taupe. There is Echo, a cocoa brown. Terra, a burnt sienna. Valley, in a warm peach shade. Palm is a golden beige. And Lawn is a really interesting, bright, acidic, citric, fresh green. Uh, it's a really citrusy colour. It's really interesting. Um, and I'm really keen to see who is buying Pool and who is buying Lawn. Because they are... I would say the two most unusual shades in this range. The rest of it seems to be very much in a glossier uh, world, neutral sort of burned out desert colors. Really pretty, really easy to wear. Uh, oh, there you go. Inspired by dreamy Southwest landscapes. And in case you don't know, Southwest of America is where all the desert is. Um, so we're thinking Arizona. You're thinking Sedona. You're thinking uh, all those beautiful colors um, that you would see in a desert. Apart from lawn where you won't see many lawns because it's a desert but I'm not going to pick them up on that whatever I mean sure uh I haven't got these to test yet I'm sure Harry has them winging their way to her so as soon as we test these out I'll let you know I think it's really interesting that they're going matte um because people have complained and we had a lot of people message us asking why Lidstar um their original eye makeup makeup Um, eyeshadow, liquid eyeshadow was out of stock. So a bunch of the Lid Stars apparently are out of stock and have not been in stock for a very long time. Um yeah three of the six so uh lily is out of stock moon is out of shock and slip is out of stock you can still get cub fawn and herb which are probably my three favorites anyway so you'll be fine um but they are the sort of more glistening sparkly eye i um shadows. so i'm curious if they're replacing lidstar with sky wash how who came up with the name. Anyway, um, but if Lidstar was your jam and it is now sold out, I do want to draw your attention to something that just came out from L'Oreal, and that is the L'Oreal Brilliant Eyes liquid eyeshadows. Uh, These, I would say, really nicely bridge the gap between Lidstar's and the Um, shimmering liquid eyeshadows there are a bunch of colors that are very much in the stela world there is a red that is stunning that is radiant ruby and that is very similar to one of the stela colors but then there's also this really beautiful blackish greenish stunning colour called Royal Onyx, which is very, very similar to Herb slash Herb in Lidstar. So if you are looking for more of a sparkly, shimmery liquid eye, uh, liquid powder eye, definitely go and check out those L'Oreal Brilliant Eyes. They're absolutely beautiful. They are really reasonably priced. I would say they don't fully dry down to a total, total powder finish. Um, I had a bit of trouble. I did a liquid eyeliner over the top of them, and I had a bit of transference, but like a tiny bit of transference. And you can always finish them off with a powder that's similar over the top if that is your jam, if that's what you want. I've got a gorgeous shade in um, Diamond Drop that is a really... Very, very easy to wear, neutral, pinkish colour that's got some shimmer to it um, that just is sort of a your eyelids but a thousand times better because of the shimmery prettiness. Um, And I've been using that as a base and loving it. It's very similar to the Natasha Natasha Denona uh, liquid eyeshadow that I liked but at a much lower cost, as you can imagine. So, yeah, look out for Skywash if you want to put neon green matte liquid powder eyeshadow on your eyes and look out for brilliant eyes if you are looking for something a bit more shimmery a bit more affordable available at the drugstore Uh, and also I'd like to think they've named them after us because you know there's difficult eyes out there struggling bless her and then L'Oreal was like how about some brilliant eyes and we said yes thank you that sounds wonderful also in new news this week this is an interesting one we mentioned this when they announced it and I was a bit like hmm curious to see how this is going to work out Drunk Elephant uh, have launched or announced their hair care line. Uh, so the first products have now been confirmed. They will be a TLC Happy Sculpt Scrub, which will be $36. Um, it's a AHA-BHA acid blend that will uh, clean away the, the basic crap on your scalp. Um, there's a Cocomino Glossing Shampoo for 25 bucks, a sulfate-free color-safe blend of coconut-based surfactants. Um, so in theory, that will clean and moisturize your your hair without stripping the um, color out of it. There's also the Cocomino Marula Cream Conditioner for 25 bucks. Uh, again, it's a lot of cocoa coming here, isn't there? I'm just... Here's the thing you're using coconut oil and then it's $25. And I'm like, oh, coconut oil is dead cheap. But it's in really nice drunk elephant packaging. So I'm, you know, don't listen to me. Uh, and then there's also the Wild Marula Tangle Spray for $25, which is described as a super fine weightless leave in mist that effectively detangles and smooths while restoring natural movement. Uh, so that's interesting. Um, so two shampoos, a, a scalp scrub, and a, a tangle spray. So that's really interesting. I don't know uh, what I thought was going to come. Scrub is nice because I like a... It's basically a clarifying shampoo. It's called a scrub. Um, I don't know. There are exfoliating beads in there. They're made of plant cellulose, so they're not nasty microplastics, which we like. Um, I like a clarifying step every so often in my hair care... Uh, the four products here altogether together are $100, $100 for four products. It's definitely not the most expensive stuff out there. And compared to the Drunk Elephant skincare, it's really reasonably priced, I guess. Um, but you can get really great shampoos and conditioners for less than that. Just saying. Just saying. But I do like the packaging. Uh, it's very much that Drunk Elephant vibe, the white with the bold color uh, that t- lets you know which product is which. But yeah, so that's something to keep out your eye on. It's going to be out in March. So that's the first thing we're seeing from Drunk Elephants since they were bought out. This is their first big step into something new. Interesting. I am interested. I did just want to flag this one thing, which is the Urban Decay Wired Pressed Pigment Palette is out now. We have mentioned this. We talked about it. I showed it on Instagram Live when it came out we had a lot of messages and a lot of questions about this because the palette is shown uh, separated into two sections and there are four shades separated away from the other six that say they are pigments and that they are not safe for eyes. Now, people got really stressed about this and they were like, well, why would that be? Why would that be? It's an eyeshadow palette. This is crazy. Just use products that are safe for eyes. I just wanted to clarify some of it. Now, obviously, I'm not a scientist. Please do not... (laughs) like take my advice to heart without verifying with a scientist if you have any concerns but basically the way this has been explained to me by my friends at various brands is here's this is the weirdest thing so um as you all know for anything to be used in cosmetics it has to be cleared by various health and safety bodies now generally speaking the rules in the eu and I guess the former EU sob, um, are much, much, much more, much more stringent than they are in the US to the tune of thousands of ingredients. There are thousands of ingredients you cannot use in the EU uh, for cosmetics. Now, in the US, it's literally like 13. It's, it's, a, it's an obscene number compared to the EU number, literally thousands versus I don't know a few where they're like yeah don't put like lead on your face and then whoever was in charge of that department got moved on and put in charge of unicorns and pixies I don't know but it's really distressing um so usually uh, most of the cosmetic industry plays by EU rules because obviously they want to be able to sell in the EU and you know that everything uh, is going to be safe and that is great that's what you want. Now there is this one random the uh, exception that break that proves the rule here is that a bunch of colours that are considered safe in the EU are not approved in the US. So in the US, where it is a thousand, possibly approximately twelve thousand times more easy, twelve thousand times easier to get your product approved. Uh they, don't, they won't approve this pigment, this particular pigment, whereas in the EU, they're like, yeah, fuck it. If they want to put it on their face, let them. It's not going to do any harm. It's just going to stain, potentially stain, delicate eye areas. Now, I am very cautious about these colors. It tends to be neons. It tends to be products in the red family. Uh, in the Urban Decay Wired palette, it is a purple, a pink, an orange, and a coral all colors in the red family because the red dye that they use to get the intensity of the pigment has been shown to stain certain skins so I have very fair very thin delicate skin around the eye area so I would fully expect and anticipate these colors to cause some staining on me the way I would get around that would be to use a foundation to use a primer over the foundation and to probably dust either a translucent powder or a lighter eyeshadow powder neutral eyeshadow powder before I use them if I were so inclined to use them it would not stop me using them I am not telling you you should the packaging says they are not safe for the eye area you should make of that what you will Uh, in the US they are not approved in other countries they are approved it's very confusing but it says not safe for the eye area it isn't because they're going to literally set your face on fire or anything like that. It's because of a staining. Um, So I just wanted to clear that up. I know there's a lot of confusion around it and I know it's dumb and they should just figure it out and everyone should get together and pay for the testing and get it sorted out. But I mean, you've seen what happens People can't get their act together around whether or not vaccinations are a good idea in this country. So they're not going to get their their act together on whether or not they should get an eyeshadow tested, are they? So let's leave it there. Uh, The palette is out. It's been very successful. I've seen incredible, incredible uh, looks created with it. And I'm excited about it. That's how that is going down. Now, uh, one new product, one more new product, sorry, to let you know about. And this is exciting because it also comes with news of a giveaway. QMS Medi-Cosmetics. You know how Harry and I feel about our collagen serums from QMS. I have never recommended a product to as many people and had exclusively positive feedback everyone I know that bought the QMS uh, collagen serums and have used them since me and Harry recommended them have told me that they love them this makes me extremely happy because I could not be happier with those products Uh, I cannot imagine now my skincare routine without the day and night collagen serums they are exceptional I love them Um, I am very pleased that so many of you are loving them there is a new product from QMS and it is the Epigen Depuff puff pollution shield eye serum uh, so it's as you can imagine an eye serum uh, and it's in their epigen range which is very much about uh, protecting the skin from pollution and detoxing all of the um the nasties I, I hate i can't believe i just used that word but detoxing the skin from all of the effects of pollution um and uh, they so they say it better than i do the serum works at a cellular level to support the skin's natural defense against aggressors like pollution um Uh, It's full of hyaluronic acid, it's full of peptides, it's full of caffeine. It has a ceramic tip, which uh, helps cool the eye area when you apply it. We love that. Uh, It is spenny. It is £85. Uh, It is not inexpensive, but the Epigen uh, range that they have created is so well thought out and so well put together. And as one of our listeners pointed out when I interviewed Rowan from QMS, um, the science behind it is not stolen from bees because we didn't take it against their will. Uh, QMS worked with scientists to look at the science we could learn from bees. Feel free to go back and listen to my um, interview with Rowan because she will say it far better than I will. I just keep shouting, you stole it from bees. And that really upset one of our listeners. I am very, very sorry. We didn't steal anything from bees. We politely watched on while they did their thing. And QMS just said, we are inspired by you, Mr. Bee thank you um more importantly than um stealing anything from bees which you mustn't you shouldn't steal anything from anyone uh, we have a qms skincare kit to give away to one of our listeners and it's worldwide so if you go to our instagram right now go on i'm waiting go on full coverage pod at instagram you will see a picture uh, that has a qms product on it i want you to like it and i want you to leave a comment and that's all you've got to do uh and we we will uh, pull a winner um, at random uh, and the date and all the information will be there on that post and qms will be sending you some goodies if you win so who doesn't love that uh, thank you qms hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank Moving on to today's main feature, as promised, it is my lovely, lovely chat with lovely, lovely Hannah Martin. She's such a a sweetheart she was so ill the day we did this remember she had a stinking cold I felt so bad for her but she was like I'm absolutely doing it I'm not missing out um, she didn't want to let us down and um honestly one of the nicest people that I have met in the industry we recorded this chat a couple of years ago and I'm really pleased to say we've stayed in touch and she's just been so lovely uh feel free to go back through the pod archives and listen to her podcast with uh Lisa Potter Dixon called uh, Love and Lipstick they um, they're not making it anymore but it was really wonderful it's such a nice listen because they're just such good girls such good girls um and yeah like pumped for hannah to be having all the success that she is she deserves it can't think of anyone that deserves it more massive massive love to her so yeah here it is my chat with hannah martin from 10 years younger enjoy this is very exciting. I know. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, thank you for well, technically you're having me. We're in well, the Bobby Brown Pro Studio in Soho. It's very exciting. It. I do, I have already said I might not leave. Yeah, don't. Yeah. It's you I'm could, not
1: planning on doing it. No, you could make a lovely coming, little coming, home. But I'm
0: here. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> we'll just like have a little sleepover in the corner. It's really nice. It's amazing. And the team are divine.
1: Yeah. Like I actually am slightly in love with every single one of them. So, and this morning I was like, guys, five minutes, fix my face. <laughs> no, your face looks lovely, by the way. Thanks, my friend. Congrats. Yeah, oh. well done on your face. <laughs> As is yours. Crushing on thank your you. hair. Big thank you. time. It's stunning. I just nice. saw my fairy godfather outside, George Northwood, and I was like, hey, take, <laughs> take pity on me, a pregnant person. And he was like, yep, I need to fix your hair.
0: That's <laughs> oh, always nice to hear. <laughs> you've got quite the trendy flip going on. It's oh, why well,
1: thank you. Yeah,
0: no, it's nice. It's like casual, but like you've tried. <laughs> I
1: like it. It's great LA. Casual is still (laughs) me. Yes. When I try and do anything hair wise it ends up in a knotted matted mess which is why it's a good job I can at least do makeup.
0: That is nice. So speaking of which how did you get started in makeup in the first Um,
1: place? I am one of those kids who was a massive tomboy. Yeah. But had this slight obsession with Makeup Mm -hmm. and sparkly things, which was a real juxtaposition with actually everything I was into. But along with kind of the running, the gymnastics, the athletics, I also did dance. Yeah. And some of my earliest memories are being in Guildford School of Ballet. Nice. Getting ready for a show and being in kind of the hair and makeup room and just being so enamoured with the dust smell, the old mirrors, the lights and this really ancient theatrical makeup and I specifically remember my dance teacher being like Hannah who who did your makeup and I was like well me and I I must have been like five but I'd got like perfect blue eyeshadow and perfect red lipstick and everyone magical
0: 80s dance right but people
1: couldn't quite believe that I'd done this to my own face and also my mum was a makeup wearer, I mean, I would say she was the most beautiful woman in the world, but every morning I'd sit at her feet and watch her do her makeup, and I have her makeup chest in my makeup room, I have the little compact mirror she used to do her makeup in, and I'd watch her dot her really orange, Vichy-tinted (laughs) moisturiser over her face and smush it in, and I just thought it made her look magical. So, I suppose I've always had this kind of background love of it. As a teenager. I I wanted to go into some kind of performing arts, mm-hmm. but I didn't. There, I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't well educated. No, that's <laughs> not what I mean. I didn't know all the various branches yeah. that encapsulated all the things I loved. So, like, I was. Re- I wasn't clever, but I was really musical. Um, did a lot of acting and drama and stuff. So I applied to theatre school thinking that was my way into the industry and stupidly applied to really um, kind of Royal Shakespeare Company-esque theatre schools. Aim high. Right. We're all about that. Every single one of them turned around to me. and They all said the same phrase, which is, you're quite commercial. (laughs) Oh! Right. Like, ouch. Um, So I had a bit of a panic, took a gap year, and... In The Gap, you had some careers guidance counselling. I also auditioned for Hollyoaks, because, I mean, you can't get as commercial or more commercial. And they didn't want me either. Excuse me.
0: Hi, my name's Hannah. I'm very commercial.
1: (laughs) Take me. So this careers guidance counsellor was like, your attributes would be really great for nursing. Oh. So, obviously, I did a nursing degree. Day one, I knew it was a huge error. But I was like, I've already failed once, right? So I can't fail again. But during my time at uni, um, I joined the Drama Society and ended up doing mainly makeup for the Drama Society. Realised I really hated what I was doing degree-wise. Had, you know, sobbed with, on my tutor's shoulder. And they were like, well, what do you want to do if you don't want to nurse? And I said, mitt snot bubble, I will just add. <laughs> I want to go to London College of Fashion and study theatrical makeup. And verbalising it was the best thing I ever did. And I did the only thing that I knew I could do at the time to get into industry, and that was get a job part-time in retail. I kind of downgraded my degree to a diploma, so I had more time to support the Drama Society. They'd asked me to be lead makeup artist for the third year. I did some assisting work with a makeup artist called Sasha in Oxford, and just fell in love with the industry, and I suppose I had that light bulb moment where I was like, oh, makeup could be a career, not just a hobby or this thing that I absolutely love. Like, and I, to this day, pinch myself that I get to do and play with, like, my favourite thing as a job. I, you know, I get this, the, the, only, the same kind of excitement I get when I look at diamonds. <laughs> when I walk past jewellery <laughs> shops, yeah. I get that same flutter when New York send me a package of new makeup or product development, send a lab sample or... new launches on the shop floor you know I still get giddy with excitement
0: that must new product development that must be terribly exciting it's so fascinating I can't even begin I I wouldn't be able to deal with it I wouldn't be able to cope because I also would approve everything (laughs) let's do (laughs) everything let's do everything they're all brilliant how (laughs) how does that work how does that
1: come about well we have an incredible PD team based out of New York this is at Bobby Brown this is at Bobby Brown Cosmetics yeah and um in my role as and artistry manager yeah when i get to go to global leadership meetings product development is quite a key part of that so Mm -hmm. we'll all get to contribute myself my boss shana here in the uk and then people from the rest of the world we all get to kind of share our thoughts on either what we have in our markets that's working what we have in our markets that's not working what we'd love to see in the future and then play time with lab samples and that's literally the most fun in the world.
0: That's so exciting. I am loving... This sounds like it's sponsored. It's not sponsored. I'm just <laughs> hanging out here because they can't get rid of me. Um, but I got some of the crushed lip colours Yeah. Um, this week. I've got, I'm have got. wearing one now. I've been obsessed with I it. I want to
1: say, is that Baby?
0: It is Baby. Yeah. Good it's, call. It's my current favourite. It's so good. Yeah, pretty. yeah, I really like them. I love the, um, the Glossier and uh, Colourpop did the blotted lips. Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe it's going to be similar to that, but it's a bit fancier. Yeah. But it's very different. They're lovely. Yeah. They just feel so nice. And
1: I think what's different is yes, you're getting pigments, so you're getting colour, but you're not getting that feel or look of I'm dressing up in my grandmother's makeup. can't work it out. But it's so good. <laughs> I think it's because it's a balm-based texture. But when you say balm-based, people assume it's gonna be super sheer or really sticky or and it's and it's not. And I've already said that the first time I got my hands on a lab sample, I couldn't, I didn't. Okay, forgive me, everyone at Bobby Brown Cosmetics. <laughs> I didn't understand initially the hype. I tried it on and I was like, oh, it, it looks good and it feels good. Great. But I wasn't like blown away by it. But that was kind of like 9.30 in the morning. I then had numerous meetings. I had my lunch. I had numerous coffees. I had more meetings. And come the end of the day, I think I tried a colour called Grenadine, which is quite pinky red. And by the end of the day, the color was still there. And I was like, hang on a minute now, that's insane. Like, how has the pigment stayed on my lips all day? My lips haven't gone dry. They don't feel like sometimes worrying. I matte get so stressed pigment, out
0: with any new launches. The texture it's like, of you your know, when is your is really favorite band puts out a new album, and you kind of have oh, that minute where you're like, oh, and you're. I don't want to listen to it, because what if it's terrible and I hate it, and then my life's over? Yeah. And I do the same thing with, like, big, hyped launches. So, like, but what if it's bad and yeah. it's me? Yeah,
1: I remember feeling like that with Ed Sheeran's latest album. I was like, there's no way it's going to be yeah. as good as the last.
0: So you've been a makeup artist for a while now. assume, yes. assumes so the spring chicken that you yes. are. This obviously all just happened yesterday that you applied for Olio. <laughs> right. Uh, like,
1: Gosh, I, I hate to think. Well, I've been married... 11 and a half years now. No way.
0: Yes. Did you and get married at 16? Did you, you run away to Gretna Green? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my
1: gosh, that would be so fun. Do you know what? i wanted. I got to be honest, kind of wanted to. But I remember <laughs> my mum, who was always really good at... Because I've been with my husband since I was 15. Mm. She was very good at never being like, oh, you're a child, you don't know what you're talking about when you say you love him. She did just say to me, she was like, just promise me you won't elope. Aww. So I didn't. So You didn't. That was very good of you. I, did, I was 23. Um, and yeah, so I've been with Bobby for a huge amount of my married life. In fact, we moved to London um, for both of our careers... Simon didn't have a job and I was desperate to crack the makeup industry little did I know how tough it was going to be and I remember that first September of 2006 I assisted a photographer at Fashion Week and I was utterly convinced that by the end of the week I was going to have met my future boss the person I was going to assist going forward bloody blah and you know five days of herring around london setting up a photographer's spot at the end of a runway and minimal chats backstage i had made no contacts and no further leads but and... you were knackered <laughs> right i was kind of high on life i was like shut up i'm at london fashion <laughs> week this is ridiculous i learned though on day one as i rocked up in my favorite kind of sparkly bright colored top that nope. that was an error gray or black sweater. um so actually i came to work at bobby brown because i was poor
0: yeah and yeah necessity is the mother of invention
1: right and my my husband was like you know for the love of god please get a job this is (laughs) painful trying to you know trying to survive in london on one graduate salary was rubbish um and i remember chatting to a friend of mine who was working at the lyceum on the lion king and she was like hand suck it up you know get a job in retail, work for a makeup brand, rinse their training, rinse their discount, to build up your kit, be on PAYE for like a year and then go do your thing. Um, so Bobby Brown was a no-brainer and like my first manager is still in the company and I often remind her of, you know, the times I harassed her. <laughs> I mean, nice. I called her every day, probably for three weeks like hi interview me <laughs> you're gonna love me just be easier for you to do this <laughs> right. that's
0: generally how i've got to anywhere Excellent. in life which <laughs> just keep harassing people in a very polite way i know until right? it's just easier for them to see you
1: <laughs> yeah i actually had no idea that i could carve out a career at, at bobby brown cosmetics i just saw it as a stopgap um but best decision i ever made
0: Uh, So, how have you seen the industry change? You've been in it for a while. Obviously, Mm. the last sort of 10 years have been a huge boom. Yeah. um, With blogging and vlogging and product development. Mm. So, what would you say from an industry perspective and from a product perspective?
1: I'd say like newness is something that is both really exciting, but then for some brands slightly challenging. So, you know, 10 years ago, you might get a new brand a year and even then there would be less hype there would be it was it was just it just everything looked very different and then suddenly you know with social media and influencers, you know you look at Kylie Jenner who's made herself the second richest Kardashian by selling matte lipstick yeah you know or Huda who has you know built this wonderful reputation and name for herself with her, you know, genius and comedy YouTube videos. And now she has her own makeup line and the volume that she sells, it's quite insane. So, uh, I mean, as a makeup junkie, I love it. Like, I love experimenting. I love seeing what all these people are bringing out. I love experimenting with the textures. Like, who would have said five years ago that the makeup trend was going to be like Pete Burns, lips,
0: and... But even two years ago, we have talked about this, and, like, it's crazy when Kylie first sort of presented herself with her new lips. Mm. You know, they wouldn't admit that it was filler, and I they, know. like, lied about it, and she said it was, like, the whole sucking on the shot glass yeah. thing. And it was... People were very dismissive and quite disparaging. And then within 12 months, it went from being something that people were going, oh, isn't it terrible that they let that young girl get her lip injections, to it's the biggest thing now, and everyone's doing it, and no one bats an eyelid I know and I mean I'm all for everyone, do whatever you want to do that makes you happy in yourself, but I think that's mind
1: blowing from just a consumer perspective, yeah, that we went from zero to a hundred right in twelve months right, and then the thought process that potentially in the next twelve months that won't be the desired aesthetic anymore, and you know gosh, I posted a throwback today, a friend of mine's moving house and she found some photos from our girly Tenerife Holiday, circa 98 or whatever it was, no bit later than that, 2000. (laughs) And I was like, gosh, the only thing I could really be a bit embarrassed about is my fashion sense and my shimmery eyeshadow. Like, I fear for women of, and young women of now, that they're going to look back and they're going to regret things like cosmetic surgery, which they had to achieve you know an aesthetic of
0: it's one thing to say it's a filler or something that wears off but there are lasting effects to some of these things right and you're making these choices like 18 19 i
1: know and then i meet girls who are like 25 and they're full of botox and i'm like okay so your face is full of botox your lips are full of filler you've got fake boobs and you've had your brows tattooed like you're beautiful like stop it if anyone deserves it, it's me.
0: <laughs> I love all, looking at all that. And I just think it's so interesting to see how it's changed. But yeah, it scares me that we're doing permanent things mm. um, to ourselves that right. maybe without really thinking it through. I
1: know. Because
0: there's consequences to things. Yeah. There's no consequences to a nice false eyelash. No,
1: that's the thing. Get you, that just on you rip it off. Yeah. Or if you forget, <laughs> find <laughs> yeah. it on your pillow <laughs> in the morning. Yeah, or in the
0: style of me, find it attached to your clothes, think it's a spider and shit yourself. <laughs>
1: completely
0: panic and have a meltdown oh, when you walk into the bathroom funny. and see the mirror.
1: Excellent. I know my, my son has often mistaken the odd stray lash for a big old spider.
0: I'm with them, Me and your child. <laughs> <laughs> right there together. But
1: I do, oh I do think that's one thing I love about, you know, makeup. Whether, whether you're going for a Kardashian-esque look or a 80s boy George, you know, fun look, whatever it is, the joy of makeup is you can simply wash it off yeah and start star again. over again you know yeah. so there is so much scope for play and enjoyment and something that really resonated with me years ago was actually hearing Sally Hughes speak and she said that and I think the question was something like do you not think your industry is really fickle or something similar and her response I've you know I've stolen <laughs> and but I always credit her I always credit Sal and um, but I've, she said if I'm an advocate of a woman spending five minutes a day doing something that's solely for her a bit of self-loving and that makes her feel great brilliant
0: this has been so nice oh, thank, thank you so you. much for coming in and no, chatting my to pleasure. us I'm gonna let you get off and go about oh. your day you've got a job on this afternoon haven't you yeah I've
1: got a sheet with
0: um brides magazine oh yes. oh which will be part two of our chat next time i come back because oh you must ask you all about all your Ooh. bridal work and i know yeah. your hobby's obviously such a great brand for bridal and yeah. you've done lots of exciting bridal yeah. work so we should definitely talk about that
1: next yeah, time i look
0: forward to that amazing well thank you so much it. hannah oh, thank and we'll you. link to everything below so everyone can find you amazing. and come and say hello you know what it's time for. You know it is. And even though I'm stuffed up and I'm losing my voice, I'm going to sing for you because because you mean something to me. You matter to me, you guys. Uh, you do. Actually, I'm, <laughs> I know I sounded like I was taking the piss, but you really do. Uh, thank you to everyone in our Facebook group because I've had a really stressful couple of months with work and everything that's been going on. Just been really, really, really busy. And the Facebook group has helped keep me sane. So feel free to pop over to our Facebook group. Uh, go to full coverage podcast, top pinned post, Uh, full coverage beauty lovers group and join us uh, where you too can keep me sane and actually just discuss loveliness. Um, And maybe you can sing along with me while I do this. Highlight of the week. Oh, my throat is in a bad way. So I'll keep this brief. This week, I am very, very excited to say my highlight of the week is the Maybelline dream radiant liquid hydrating foundation holy moly mother of anderson cooper that's me um the cat not like literal mother of anderson cooper the journalist that's gloria gloria vanderbilt um the maybelline new york dream radiant liquid foundation it's so good i can't believe it i've had it on my shelf for a couple of i want to say weeks but like best part of a month um so I met with a PR from Maybelline a couple of months ago and she was really lovely and she's like I brought you some stuff to play with and I was like oh thanks um and I was playing with the cheek heat um, blushes and I absolutely loved them and there were a couple of foundations in the bag but I was like yeah whatever I'm not really into um, Maybelline foundations they never really work for me they're never the right color um not super into it and then I was like stop being an arsehole and try these because that actually looks really interesting guys it's so good it's so good. Um, I am using at the minute, I've got a bunch of different shades actually, but I think um, the ones I've been mostly using are 0, 2 and one zero. Um, so porcelain, ivory and porcelain. I'm somewhere in between the two. So in an ideal world, I would mix the two. In a lazy world, I'll use the lighter one because I do feel like it oxidizes a touch. Um, and the 10 porcelain ivory will definitely be my shade in summer. I think I might be a little bit too pale for it now. It's so lovely. It is the prettiest finish. It gives a really lovely diffused natural look. It's not a million miles away from like a luminous silk or a La Mer soft fluid foundation, which feels bonkers to say. But um, yeah, it's really, really gorgeous. And if it comes in a billion shades. That's not a literal number, but you get what I'm saying. Uh, so do feel free to check out um, your local Maybelline counter and maybe treat yourself to a bit of this because uh, it's really, really, really nice. I'm so impressed. Like a million years ago, I always used to use Dream Matte Mousse and um, it was the only drugstore shade, a foundation that I could get in my shade and I absolutely adored it uh, because it was all I had. And it did make me happy. I love sticking my finger in that pot it was probably like literally a petri dish of filth uh but it used to make me so happy and it made me feel so fancy what on earth was wrong with me um but dream radiant liquid from Maybelline just makes me feel like I've got great skin and that's really all I'm looking for I'm wearing it today and I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I'm like Oh, it's nice. Oh, it is. You, like, it's going to be dewy. It's going to be radiant finish. Clues in the name. Uh, you might want to powder the T-zone a little bit. Um, and if you want it to last a little bit longer, maybe it doesn't last quite as long as some other foundations. Uh, set the whole face with a setting powder or a setting spray. But honestly, I haven't had any problems with it. I just really like it. Uh, tons of compliments every time I wear it. Just as many as I have when I'm wearing super expensive foundation. So let that be a lesson to me let me take that bullet for you guys I have been an idiot and um, massive props to Maybelline and the dream radiant liquid thank you for sending that to us to test Um, hashtag not sponsored but gifted Is it a gift? I can never work it out if it's a gift. I feel like it should be wrapped up with a bow on it and they don't expect anything back from it. But they totally expected something back from it. They really wanted me to test it and say it was good. And in fairness, I am doing that. But we get sent loads of stuff that I do not say that about because I don't think it's good. And therefore, is that a gift? Look up your definitions of a gift. I've been waffling on and not making a lot of sense for a while. So what I'm going to do now is go. uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed my chat with Hannah. If you hadn't heard it, if you had heard it, I hope it was a fun refresher to you to go, oh, I remember this. What were you doing the first time you listened to it? I'm curious. Uh, Harry will be back next episode. Don't forget to pop over to our Instagram and enter that QMS uh, giveaway because... Those products are really good, you guys, and I like giving away good things. Um, So go do that. And obviously, follow us on Instagram. Obviously, join our Facebook group. We would love to have you. Thank you to all of our Patreons. We love, 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 love you. This week's Patreon episode, this week's, this month's Patreon exclusive episode to our Patreons at $5 and above will be. And ask us anything. So you'll be able to ask me and Harry anything and we will answer your questions. So if you are a Patreon subscriber uh, at $5 or above, Ask us a question. I mean, you can ask the question at $2 and above. I just don't want to be unkind. You won't be able to listen to the episode. Uh, It's $2 just to chip in and say, like, thanks, you guys. You're doing a good job. $5 to get your exclusive episode every month. $12 if you want a mug. We love you very much. Uh, Without you, there is no podcast. And, you know, in general, without you guys, there is no podcast. Because if no one was listening to it, it would be a bit weird if I was sat talking into a microphone in my office. Uh, So I'm going to go away and just talk to the cats. Um, rather than myself slash you i don't know if that's going to be healthier because my anderson does answer me back i do appreciate it uh but yeah i'm gonna go thank you so much guys and i'll speak to you again soon bye
1: hold up